All right, hello everyone. My name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I'm, I want to welcome you back to another edition of your Adrenal Fix. I'm really excited to announce our special guest, Jason Rosen. Um, he's got a, a wealth of information in the, um, in the holistic field as it pertains to nutrition and clinical care management and designing protocols. And I'm really excited. We could probably do about five of these podcasts, Jason. <laughs> I probably will. Um, but, you know, um, thank you so much for joining us. Well, Dr. Rosen, it's absolutely my pleasure to be here. And I know we've been wanting to do this for a while. So I'm so glad that uh, we're finally getting it done. And I hope, like you said, it's one of many. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you, Jason. I met you probably, I'd say, maybe six to seven years ago at a nutritional um, uh, conference. And um, that was uh, with Prima Research Labs. But tell us yeah. a little bit about your story, about how you got into what you got into and what you're doing now. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And um, basically, uh, it, it comes down to, you know, having a, an experience. So I think that's what happens to a lot of us when we go in, into this path. So basically, um, out of college, I was into banking. So that was my job for, oh boy, probably 15 years or so. I was good at it, but I absolutely hated it. I didn't, I was just a capitalist warmonger. I was out for the almighty dollar. I was just, you know, living hard on the weekends and just, not living a fulfilling life, absolutely miserable. And got into my early 30s, and unfortunately my father was diagnosed with uh, metastatic melanoma, and um, they put him in a, you know, a, a clinical trial on this new experimental chemo that they thought could be fair, fairly promising. Um, needless to say, it didn't go too well, and then I got to see what traditional chemo looks like, and especially some of these picks they put in in ICUs and things like that. And Needless to say, my father didn't make it uh, more than a year. And I was just like, at about the same time, I was starting to come to my own crossroads with, you know, this is not the lifestyle I want to live. I want to become healthier. I started reading about natural health care, and I was starting to see chiropractors and getting muscle testing done and started taking products from Premier Research Labs. And, um, you know, started taking a lot better care of myself. And as soon as my dad passed, I was just like, wow, this is just insane the way that people treat chronic disease in, in this country and well, in, in, the, in the world, as a matter of, of that fact. So um, I decided at that point after my dad passed away that it was time for me to get my act together and get married. So sorry, this story might drag on a little bit, but it, 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 it gets pretty good. So I hopped onto eHarmony and with just the whole mission, like I'm gonna find a really good wife, I'm gonna you know, try to go out of my own circles. So. I ended up meeting this girl who was working in Minneapolis um, on an expat contract. She was from Britain. Uh, 13 months later, we were married. So she, she's currently my wife. We'll be married 10 years come this December. So that's pretty exciting. So she was very supportive of career change. She's uh, got a master's in psychology and an MBA. So she's you know, good at helping people find you know, things that were the right fit. And uh, she knew I was miserable in my job. So she... She's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to be a chiropractor. And she's like, well, we're pregnant, you know, with our first child. And you want to go $150,000 in debt. Maybe there's a solution around you um, going that direction so you can still, still fulfill your dreams and, and you know, your, your want to find a vocation. So she's like, where, this company you're always going on about, this premier research labs that you're always screaming and hollering about, why can't you see if you can get a job with them? So needless to say, um, 
I think every day for 30 days, I called the doctor who was representing the region um, in Minnesota and just relentlessly hounded him, telling him that they needed an outside rep representing them outside of just Austin, Texas, which where the company was based. And finally, one day he calls me, I'm on the way to, to work. And he's like, Dr. Marshall, who's the CEO of the company, is going to be in the airport, Minneapolis airport today at like 4.15. He has got a layover till six. Go to the airport, find him. Here's his flight number. And that's, and after that, don't call me again. So right. I call my wife. I'm like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get in the airport? She's like, oh, you can just rent a room in there and you can get a pass through security. So I go and I hold up a sign like a limo driver, you know, Dr. Marshall here. And, you know, he's this brash New Yorker. He comes out. He's like, oh, you're this Jason guy that won't leave us alone. He's like, I don't know why I'm bothering wasting my time with you. He's like, you're never going to learn how to run a test kit and do kinesiology. So tell me why you're wasting my time. So then I just kind of went into this crazy zone. I don't even remember what I said, but needless to say, an hour later, um, he offered me a job. So um, the rest was kind of history. So I spent um, a good six, seven years with Premier Research Labs mastering energetic medicine. He taught me a ton about biochemistry and I became a diplomate in quantum reflex analysis. And then um, about three years ago, I met my current business partner who is um, called Troy Opperley. And he's another maniac, you know, climbed Mount Everest and does all these crazy things with his health. And we just hit it off. And he was, he's really into enzymes and systemic enzymes and also into quantum energy and, and things like that. So um, uh, I started playing around with some of his supplements and I was just blown away at how I could get really amazing results with people and dropping the load of pills that they needed to take. Because that was the hardest thing for me was the, the protocol loads for people. And I'm sure, and people out there that have been on supplemental protocols, you and me both know how some of those can get, you know, taking 30, 40 pills or something. So um, needless to say, that's kind of where that led me to where I am now with working with Troy, just absolutely love enzymes and, um, you know, what they can do, the broad range of things that they, they can cover and how they can make things simpler and more approachable for people to, as, you know, this healthcare revolution uh, motors on. That's awesome. Awesome story. I didn't know that story about you, but there's definitely a lesson in persistency, right? And trying right. to get what right. you want. So, so the question that I would ask is, um, you know, sort of a, as a lay person, I'd be a little bit skeptical. I was a little bit skeptical myself in the sense that I'm from a traditional medical family. And even though I was sort of the proverbial black sheep of the family, <laughs> I still had that, you know, that mentality of, um, I, I like the Western-based medicine with testing, although I don't like the medications and so forth. And then I got introduced to Premier Research Labs and Dr. Marshall and was just blown away by his information. And um, so, so tell us about how um, the, the energy works with living source, tissue, like living source nutrition and how that achieves a coherence with the body and why that's so effective in your experience. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, outstanding question. And I, we do work with tons of our doctors do labs and, you know, I absolutely love labs. And I know you do tons of labs too. So it's, we, we don't just do all muscle testing, you know, it's a small portion of our patient base. But um, so basically a cell has a, co a coherent frequency and it's produced by what we know is called cold light or bioluminescence. And we know that is produced by an enzyme. You can look this up on Wikipedia. The first time that this was actually discovered was um, in a firefly. They wanted to discover why fireflies made this glowing light um, that seemed to be a different spectrum than other lights that were observed. And they found it was 
you know, created by an enzyme. And they named that enzyme luciferase, who is um, in the Bible, they call him the light bearer. Um, so that's why they named that first, you know, enzyme um, that they found that produced light luciferase. And ever since then, we found that all enzymes produce this coherent light. And that is why your cells are able to communicate so quickly with each other throughout your gene deck. So like, like at the speed of light, your cell can talk to any other cell in your body and it's through this chain of biphotonic light or bioluminescence. Now, when this bioluminescence becomes jumbled or incoherent, the cell-to-cell -cell communication breaks down. And that's when things like low-grade infections can take up residence in, intracellularly. They can cause you know, jam-ups in the way that your nervous system works and just set the stage for disease. So that's just one of the, I think, the really cool things about, you know, Eastern medicine that are being now finally proven by science that they've been saying for, you know, millennia that now we're like, oh, okay, there's some real science behind this. And we're just, you know, cracking the frontier on that. So it's, it's pretty cool stuff. They've um, even been able to observe at UC Irvine, there's a, I'm currently studying for my naturopathic doctorate. And one of my professors is called Gatan Chevalier. And he did a research project at UC Irvine. He's a quantum physicist on how they can observe different light um, discoherences in the body and use it for early pre-cancer detection. And that study is going quite well. So it's going to be a nice non-invasive way to um, check your body for, screen your body for pre-cancer and cancer. That's really cool. So, so then as far as the, the enzymes go, because we do a lot of work with, um, you know, the, the, the genetic testing, and that's what we're looking at, the gene deck, and how well do they code for enzymes. Um, but back to the nutrition. So now yes. we know that we have this coherence field, and that we're basically light bearers. And then we, you know, we eat light, or we eat food that is, you know, certain spectrums of the of the frequencies of light. Um, yep. But, you know, tell us about tell us a little bit more about how that works in terms of having good nutritional products and bad nutritional products. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of fun to think of, like the way I think like you said it, you, you just hit the nail on the head saying that we're like light eaters. So if you think about it, let's say you know, you've got this amazing soil from like Jerusalem, like 300 years ago, and it grows this beautiful, you know, cabbage and, and can you imagine like how much light would be around there? Or like they talk about in the ancient text, people, you know, putting just one bushel of grapes over their shoulders. So to me, there must have been a lot of light in, the, in food like that. And then compare that to like a McDonald's hamburger or something like that. So if you're consuming food that is really, really from a live living source, really clean soil, the fresher and quicker you can get to it. If your gene deck can handle fermentation, you know, I know that gives histamine issues to a lot of people, unfortunately, that's going to have a lot of light in it because there's going to be extra enzymes. So that's um, just the kind of the way I look at it, the brighter, the brighter, the food, you, even just looking at it, you can tell that that is going to have more coherence to it. So if you're able to handle like a really good raw food diet that sat well with your genetics and everything, then you probably wouldn't, you know, need supplements. And if you had access to really good soil, you definitely probably would need very few supplements. Um, so hopefully that. Right, definitely. Yeah, so, that's, that's so light on that. Yeah, good one. So, so I know, like, you know, I'm, I'm have a big sort of man crush, as I say, on Dr. Marshall. I listen to oh, all yeah, of his too. stuff. 
And um, so, you know, he says, you know, we really weren't engineered to eat, you know, cooked food to, you know, that's cooked over a boiling point. And, you know, with the demographic that I work with, you know, Jason, we, we look at it as an adrenal fatigued or HPA axis dysfunction. But upstream from that is the fact that the cells aren't making energy at the mitochondrial yep. level in the way that they need to. So let's talk about a little bit about that, because I don't think people realize that ultimately when you eat cooked foods or foods that are you know preserved or they're um they're synthetic or they're gmo'd or they're sprayed or chemicals or they have lots of bacteria on it um, and we're not engineered to eat this ultimately we lose the capacity to digest the food so tell us yeah. a little bit about um the role that hydrochloric acid plays in, in that and, and then we can transition into the enzymes that you guys produce yeah. Okay. So like one thing that I always like to, to mention, like you, you talked about is the, the less the food is cooked, <clears throat> the less HCL your body is going to demand to digest it. So if you look at how much we cook food here, uh, cook food um, just in general, you know, right there, you're taking a, a massive hit of a a HCL. Now you add some of these other things on top of it, you're going to increase your demand for HCL for sure. And then you look at, um, how the food is handled you know, by the time it actually gets from the farm to the table, there's going to be a lot of you know, agents that can get, get into it, you know, parasites, different types of bacteria. And then your body is going to notice that is in the food. So it's going to demand even more disinfection from your body, from your stomach with your first line of defense against these things, which is hydrochloric acid. Now, from a genetic perspective, we know that one of the, like methyl donation is huge to keep your positive genes expressed and, you know, your negative genes, you know, unexpressed, deacetylation, acetylation. And um, the chemical name for HCL is trimethylglycine. So it's got three methyl groups to help donate to the DNA. So it's absolutely critical to have HCL reserves in order to methylate properly so that your genes, you know, stay clean your positive genes stay expressed from a nutritional value. Of course, tons of other things can, can come into play there. And then also just to keep your, your digestive system from getting overwhelmed. If you can't break down the food completely, you know, without even talking about enzymes yet, your hepatoportal system, which is you know, the, the, the way your colon stays clean from rotting food and sending it into the liver for detoxification, and you're going to have rotting food in your system from eating too much, not having enough HCL, not having enough enzymes, it's going to overwhelm your liver, which is another one of your huge friends for MTHFR and all these other fun things that are critically important. But if you're not digesting your food and not breaking it down enough with hydrochloric acid, that hepatoportal system is going to be backed up 24-7 again and again and again. You can do liver flushes, liver cleanses, take all these awesome supplements. But if that constant hit is there, you're just going to have, your body is just going to be in a constant state of thinking about digestion instead of thinking about all the other wonderful things that it could be, that it could be doing. So um, that's just one or a couple of the highlights of HCL. I know um, Dr. Marshall used to think that or believe, and I, I believe him as well, that if we had our HCL reserves um, and by eating, you know, things close to raw as possible and not demanding an overload of HCL from the body, that HCL would go to the organs at night. So your body would have enough HCL to be like, okay, digestion's in order. We don't need to really do anything now. Let's make some HCL and disinfect the organs to keep them nice and clean. And if we get a tick bite or something like that, 
that the HCL would rush to the site. The body would have extra restores of it to rush it to the site to prevent the, the, you know, the Lyme or whatever from taking over the body. So as we see things like that, just on the rise, Lyme's disease just seems to be going crazy. There could be a lot of different reasons for that. I think hydrochloric acid plays a deficiency, plays a, a large role in that. And um, also, um, well, I, I forgot also I was going to say about HDL, but you know, we could go on probably for about three years about it. But those are like, like some of the really key points that, that, that come to mind. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, not only that, so, you know, the, just to summarize, if we're eating foods that um, are, are not easy for our digestive processes to break down, we deplete ourselves of HCL, we deplete ourselves of methyl groups. And like Dr. You know, Dr. Marshall would say is up to one third of our life is cut short because we, we, we burn, you know, an extra one third of our methyl groups to, to digest these foods. Yeah. But the other thing that the other thing that he said which is interesting and you just sort of mentioned as well so now you don't have this extra hcl to disinfect so you're more prone to um, viruses and pathogens in the environment but then also you're more prone to rotting food in the gi lining you're more prone to a breakdown of gut lining so now you have permeability your immune system is overacting so now you react to foods that you shouldn't have reacted to but on top of that when you're losing your methyl groups and like you said um, the deacetylation so now you're expressing these bad genes and now we also know that what 30% of the gene deck it can express a virus so you're not even yep. getting a, a virus from you know our pathogen from the outside so you have this kind of quadruple whammy where now you can get more infections from the environment and or your own gene deck expressing the the the, yep. the virus yep. correct yes exactly same with oncogenes same with cancer genes just another when people talk anti-aging that's always one of the first things i want to talk about because i'm like it protects you from you. Right. And yet you have this trillion dollar industry of, you know, of antacids for people that, you know, have this reflux problem, which is just rotting food that more than actual, you know, hydrochloric acid being too high. But anyway, so yeah. let's switch it up a little bit. So, uh, you know, let's get into enzymes because I don't think people understand the importance of enzymes with the way that they could be utilized from a systemic point of view and from, you know, from holding um, the digestive of processes um, so that you're creating a nice biome and so forth. So let's talk a little bit about just sort of your foundational stuff. So from US Enzymes, which is such a great product and a great company, um, you have the HCL, of course, but tell us a little bit about the, 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 the way that you guys um, ferment them in, a, in sort of a mineral blend, because I think people need to hear about that. Okay. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. And that just to kind of start maybe with the foundation on the enzyme side too. Um, <clears throat> I remembered what I was going to say before um, <laughs> is uh, all eight allergens are proteins. So we know that we need HCL and enzymes to break down proteins. So it just anyone that has been around along for more than or alive for more than 30, 35 years remembers when we were kids, there was barely anybody that has allergies. Now, you know, in my son's school, you can't even you know, bring a peanut near the, near the place or, the place goes into meltdown. So this just shows you how our enzyme and um, HCL reserves are definitely affecting us and from an allergy standpoint, which, which you nailed as well with the permeability and stuff is um, very nicely. So um, with enzymes, uh, from a digestive standpoint, you've got about you know, three basic types 
So you've got an animal-based enzyme, which is your basic, like your pepsin. And then you've got a plant-based enzymes, which are like your bromelain, your papain. And then you have these enzymes that are called my microbial or fermented enzymes. Now these enzymes are just made through fermentation. So there's no fermented byproduct. So it's not like getting an enzyme through a kombucha or something like that. All of that stuff is filtered out. So people that have histamine issues, they have absolutely no worry taking a product like this. So when you take a look at um, these animal-based enzymes, um, they're usually, they come from pigs and they do a wonderful job of breaking protein down, but they don't do such a great job with carbs, with fats and with sugars. Whereas um, your animal your plant-based enzymes do a really good job with you know, sugars and um, carbs, but they don't do a very good job with proteins. And then your fermented enzymes do a wonderful job with everything, fats, proteins, carbs, sugars. Um, and they do it at a pH range of one to 12, which is what you're gonna see anywhere in the human body. The pH range of a animal-based enzyme is very, very low. The pH range of a plant-based enzyme is more in the middle, but the fermented enzymes can work and, and break um, proteins and things into amino acids at all, all pH ranges. So that's primarily, what we use at US Enzymes. And we source those only from, you know, 100 year old companies out of Japan and South Korea. We don't source anything um, outside of India or some of these other places where um, they've had recall issues and, and some things like that. They're, these places are like basically as clean as a pharmaceutical drug company. So, nice. um, you know, sourcing is, is a huge, 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 huge deal for us. And um, that's, I guess, where we start. And then you'll see our bottles are this fancy, you know, blue um, looking. Yeah, I thought you were going to grab one. Oh, no, sorry. But yeah, so yeah. when they, they it's that's just not to make it look pretty. It's because especially living source um, nutrients uh, and enzymes in particular, they're, they're alive. That's why they have these crazy activity units on the back of the label. Um, and if they don't, that's a caution sign to not buy that enzyme because if they're putting like proprietary blend of enzyme or something like that on a bottle, that usually means they don't want to let, let you know the activity units on there. So that probably means that it's pretty low. Um, it's to keep the different nanometers of light that can degrade living things, especially enzymes and probiotics to deflect that light out. So that's another big reason. Um, that's the biggest reason we use the you know blue violet type glass. Um, and then we flush it with nitrogen to keep, you know, as much air out of the bottle as we possibly can, which is something we always do at, um, at Premier Research Labs as well. So um, from like a quality perspective, that's where we kind of start. And then um, again, going back to what- Can I interrupt real yeah, quick? Go ahead. Do you guys do the, um, the spectrometers to, to look at the impurities of it as well, to sort of digitally fingerprint it? Yep, we do. Yep, HPLC uh, digital fingerprint of every every single thing. We have our own lab. We make our own products, which is becoming a, a rarity these days. Yeah, we test absolutely everything, and um, it's really hard just to even become a qualified supplier of us. And even once you are, we still will test everything that you send us. Right, so I think that's great cool. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So go on. So as yeah. far as the next the next layer. So once that quality yeah. control is there, now let's talk about the astrozyme and the fermentation and the minerals because I think that's yeah. key, especially for adrenals, right? So yeah. let's talk. About that. Huge. Okay. So um, enzymes we know are they're critical critical for transporting things in and out of cells, and that's right there where mitochondrial fatigue can begin in a lot of people. 
And to make enzymes work at their peak level, you need minerals to activate them. So Troy, my, you know, my business partner, the crazy maniac that climbs all these mountains, um, is also an energy head and into um, Buckminster Fuller and the double dodecahedron and some of these crazy funky shapes that actually do things. And um, so he's like, he's like us. He's like, okay, this is really cool and energy and feel it, but let's prove it with a, you know, let's get some science behind it. So he's like, all right, there's a lot of different minerals that share a shape of a hedron and an enzyme happens to have, enzymes are shaped like hedrons. So he's like, if a dodecahedron is the, you know, foundation of, you know, all this geometrics that make energy, you know, function, why don't we combine them together and see if they make a difference on um, the way things are, uh, the, the, way, the way body reacts with it. So we did a, a study with New Live Sciences, and they, they do a lot of studies for pharmaceutical companies with a KCO2 cell, which is what you do if you're going to test a drug. And we um, just did a test with basic enzymes, and then we repeated the test with the same enzymes, and we added astrazyme. And we got a profound um, result. So astrazyme is, it's, a, a, it's like the thing that we have that's patented that we add to our enzymes to enhance them. And we add it to a lot of our products. It's eventually going to be in all of our products to enhance how effective that they are. So what happened is we saw in, in just protein digestion, which is critical, um, the faster we can break this protein down, the, the quicker we're going to avoid things like autoimmunity and, and set the stage for all this acidity and stuff like that. The, 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 the rapid, the, how quickly the body broke the protein down went up by over 35%. And how quickly the body converted protein into the amino acids went up by 35%. So that was absolutely insane. And then also the amount of protein that was broken into amino acids um, went up by an additional 40%, just by adding this mineral blend to the enzymes. So it's just kind of crazy to think that, you know, adding a few little bit of minerals that have this funky shape could make such a result into the effectiveness of the product, which again means you're getting way more out of your product. You're getting more of that biphotonic light and you're needing to take less of it to get a therapeutic result. And again, the minerals are just critical for transporting materials in and out of cells and breaking down um, the proteins that um, like uh, heavy metal is going to attach to or a virus or a bacteria or a parasite to hide from your immune system. And then also just keeping these things at bay in the bloodstream so your immune system constantly isn't just worrying about them and not focusing on you know, the overall picture. Right, and, and just sort of following up from, if you're not digesting your food and you don't have that HCL reserve there and you have fermentation and leaky gut and you lose your brush borders, now you have no mineral deposits across there and now you have heavy metals and so forth and it becomes yeah. a vicious you know, cycle. So as far as um, the astrazyme goes, um, I'm just kind of curious because I don't know for myself, the, the fermentation process with the astrazyme, which is the minerals, how, how does that, how does that, how, how do you guys do that? I'm kind of curious. Um, well, the, 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 the minerals themselves are not fermented. The enzymes are, the, are fermented. So gotcha, what happens okay. is there, it's different for each enzyme. So what happens is we'll use a media and create a fermentation process, um, like a rice media or something like that. It just it depends on... Um, whatever it is, or a really um, a non-toxic form of aspergillus niger is another popular one. And um, 
it, the fermentation just creates enzymes so quickly, just like, you know, like kombucha, like people love to drink that because it's loaded with enzymes and good bacteria, but it's also loaded with a lot of histamine byproducts, which gives some people fits. And then what's ha then it's filtered till all that's left is just a pure enzyme. And the enzyme that was formed through fermentation, through the way it's supposed to be formed, not pressed out of a you know, pig's pancreas. So it contains all that more, the brightness, the light, and the way that the ultimate way to get, you know, enzymes. Right, right. Okay, so now we have two kinds of enzymes, which you've, you know, kind of gone over with me a couple times where we have the, the digestive, you know, purposes, and then we have sort of a systemic purpose. So just for the adrenal fatigued patient who's exhausted and burnt out and, you know, with stress and adrenal problems, um, they lose their secretory IgA. So they don't have that nice lining. So now they even have that double whammy. So, so what would you recommend in terms of, okay, I just want to, you know, slowly maybe get some fermented foods. Dr. Marshall was big into helping some of those challenged people getting just some fermented foods and maybe helping them in that capacity. But now that you have the fermentation in those enzymes um, that you guys have, what would you suggest just in terms of the digestive pur uh, purposes? Yeah. So I always say, you know, if, if people want to know what supplements should I take, and, and this is pretty much regardless of what you have, unless you're like late stage cancer, or you've got nasty infection presenting itself. Um, but a basic chronic illness, adrenal, you know, exhaustion, you know, thyroiditis of, of all types, um, you know, neuropathy, diabetes is you, you want to start with a digestive enzyme. And one question that will come up, I'm sure, and a bunch of people probably already are dying to ask it is I make enzymes. Don't I, you know, am I going to shut my body's ability down, uh, down to make enzymes? And the answer to that is absolutely not. Um, if that was the case, every time you ate some pineapple, your body wouldn't make enzymes. But the, um, and this was proven at Columbia University, and there's a law called the adaptive law of secretions that the body reveres enzymes so much that it will not produce a single extra one for a job because it wants to save, because you do have a limited supply. So by taking enzymes, what you're doing is you're just kind of evening the playing field or adding a, building up a, a reserve in the bank. So it's like, you know, staying in the, you know, in the positive and the negative in your bank account. Every time you eat food and don't take enzymes, you're going into the negative. If you eat, and that's a cooked food meal, you eat cooked food meal and you take some enzymes, you're going to stay at least even. If you start eating raw food and fermented foods, then you're going to start building up, you know, a reserve and you're going to start building up, you know, some, some money in the savings account. So I always say just start there. And since our enzymes are so potent and so diverse, um, there's 23 different enzymes in just our digestive blend that um, just one is all the patient needs. And, uh, you know, not to be an infomercial here, but our bottles have 93 capsules in them because there's 31 days in most months, crazy Troy. And um, they're designed for you to be able to take a single pill at a meal to get as much as you need. So there's 93. That's awesome. I, I love that aspect. I, I love explaining, oh, there's 93 in there because there's 31 days in a month. You need to, I love that idea. So, so yeah. would you say then, Jason, that the, the digestime is, which is the one you just mentioned, is suffice on its own? Or do I need, given that we just mentioned um, HCL, um, I need both of those? Or are I going to be able to digest the HCL with the digestime? Or am I going to be able to digest proteins with the, with the digestime? Yes, you're definitely going to be able to digest proteins. So if I could only afford one, I would go, and it's hard between HCL and digestime. It's really, really close. 
Um, the number two enzyme or supplement behind that I would tell people to take is hydrochloric acid, especially if you're older. If you're younger, you still have a shot of really making a lot of good hydrochloric acid, which you know from Dr. Marshall. You just got to make sure you consume a really good um, amount of a healthy, you know, unrefined, air-dried uh, salt. And, right. Um, there's good sources of that out there. PRL makes a couple outstanding versions. And especially the young athletes, because one thing I do like to see, since we're getting into some of the systemic stuff as we're flowing through, is um, you'll see <clears throat> like people in their 40s that'll have diabetes or have these weird um, blood sugar or blood sugar problems or um, kidney kidney issues that seem like they should just be in amazing health. They're you know they're they're taking awesome care of themselves with exercise. They're at the perfect body weight um, and they eat just fantastically well. And yet they can't get these things under control. And uh, the theory of Dr. Marshall, which I learned from him that I'm a firm believer in, is that when they were young, they would go out and they'd sweat so much just from playing out in the sun all day. Then they would go eat some cooked food that was um, that had like a, an agent called nanobacteria in it, which could also be just a form of H. pylori, or we're trying to figure out, you know, what that really is. Um, there's, you know, debates in um, a lot of circles there. But that if, because you couldn't make HCL because you sweated out all your salt that day, that this nanobacteria had a chance to bypass the stomach and um, carte blanche into your circulatory tree and then eventually get in your pancreas or your kidneys or something like that and uh, cause a, uh, an issue with the pancreas and making blood and, and balancing blood sugar. So, um, these infections, low-grade infections, set the, you know, the stage for these diseases down the road when it's just like, it just doesn't make sense that this person would have type 2 diabetes or um, even adrenal fatigue or something like that. Um, and it's a lot of times related to these low-grade infections that have been there forever since they were kids. And just now they're starting the chance to really take up residence and overtake tissue because you're, be, you're getting older, more stressed, and your digestive system's getting overwhelmed, and they've just been sitting there kind of waiting. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good connection in terms of the people that we work with, you know, and we listen to Dr. Marshall, the three roles that the adrenals play is obviously with energy and mineral concentration, keeping your fluid levels balanced and settling inflammation. The thing is, is that, you know, when we're trying to drink half your body weight in ounces every day, and then you put on top of that, you know, a cup of coffee and Dr. Marshall's theory was for every cup of coffee, another 32 ounces. So, you know, plus the athletes are sweating so you can add more water on top of that it's a copious amounts of water and they're yes. dehydrated you know so not yes. only are they dehydrated and you're having these um you know the adrenals being taxed and shriveling up on the vine there but now you're decreasing your digestive processes and nanobacterias and other forms of pathogens are coming in and now you know the secretory iga that lines the lining yep is, you know, creating a sort of a perfect storm for, you know, an HPA axis dysfunction. So yeah. um, the other thing you, we mentioned, so both, okay, so just to summarize the digestime and, and all your enzymes lines end with uh, the, the XYME. So it kind of gives it a, a, a fancy name like digestive enzymes, but digestime or HCL, right. you know, HCLzyme um, would be to take the digestime, um, which is going to be good for maybe the um, younger person 
person um, who is still secreting their own HCL, or maybe they're getting a good source of um, unrefined pink salt. Um, and they're also, um, for the older person, um, probably both those two. Yes, um, but it's, and, and I would love to get into the um, systemic stuff, but I, we're not going to have enough time. And I definitely just want to pick your brain as much as I can. And I will have you on again. But you were sure. mentioning, I don't utilize enough, in all honesty, is the sun spectrum. And while we're okay. talking about the digestive processes of the biome, tell us about sun spectrum and why it's such a, an all-star with what you guys do. Okay. Yeah. For number one, to tie it into especially people with adrenals, as you're talking about their adrenals shiver, shriveling away, is if your adrenals don't balance fluid, you die. And one of the most taxing things it has to do is balance fluid in your colon. And an absolute ace for that is um, what's called butyrate. And in Sun Spectrum, there is a product called Sun Fiber that is already pre-fermented into butyrate, which will, it'll line your intestinal lining with beautiful permeability. It'll start to heal in these gap junctions and it'll give the adrenals just a huge, huge break in having to overwork and just focus so much on fluid balance. So, um, it's a gut healing product, which is a very, very popular term these days that is able to do so without using um, L-glutamine. And um, we could talk a lot about L-glutamine. L-glutamine is actually probably going to be um, banned um, soon because it's been studied and synth synthesized into a drug they're going to use to treat sickle cell anemia. So, you know, the FDA and their infinite wisdom allows drug companies to pull supplements off that they've synth synthetic synth synthesized. So um, unfortunately, glutamine is probably going to be gone. Uh, might might take a few years, but I don't want to freak anyone out. But uh, L-glutamine is also not without its issues. It drives mTOR, which we know is a pathway when you talk about genes and stuff like that. That um, it, it's if you have cancer or you're predisposed to cancer, it can increase your risk and all kinds of other inflammatory inflammatory processes. So it, you're able to get the benefits of a gut healing product here without um, L-glutamine, and then it has a a curcumin in it that is called C3 reduct that is, uh, it's water soluble and it has a half-life that's three times greater than taking like a curcumin and it has a, um, a bioavailability that's three times greater than curcumin, which curcumin can be pretty hard to absorb. And that is huge, obviously, for inflammation. It'll help keep your gut in balance for dysbiosis and certain you know, buggers that um, are going to take up resonance in your gut. It's really good for, you know, lowering liver enzymes and things like that. So it's a, it's a huge gut um, liver player. And then we talked, uh, you talked a lot about, you know, cellular energy and how critical that is in digestive function. We have a bioidentical Q10. So it's something that the body can use, not for just a traditional CoQ10 that you're, that at a certain age, you probably can't even convert. And then it has a low dose of a probiotic in it that has been proven to survive stomach acid and bile salts. So to slowly start putting some of the good guys back in as we sweep out some of the bad guys and set up the train of the digestive system, start to wash out the brush border cells so they start to function properly. So um, yeah, in a roundabout way, it's just an outstanding player for... Um, yeah, I'm wondering why I haven't been using it more. Um, <laughs> as, far, as far as the, how is that taken? Uh, Sun Spectrum, the best way yeah. to take it is to um, just take it in two doses. So it comes in a scoop. Uh, it's all water soluble. Um, so you don't have that 
that uh, orangey stainy, you know, kind of issue that you would get with curcumin and you don't have that taste issue. Um, so the best way to is just mix it in your favorite drink as long as it's not hot or carbonated. Uh, Cause that, that's gonna, carbonation is just gonna, it's gonna make the drink go everywhere and the heat will kill the probiotics. So just put it in your favorite drink and do a half a scoop in the morning and a half a scoop at night. If you, you're one of these people that can just do it once a day, just do it in the morning. I yeah. usually make myself a morning smoothie and I, that just goes right in there and, and that's when I take it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, just um, like nerding out on the, um, on the butyrate too, there's all the additional research that's showing not only is it going to tighten up those junctions that are breaking down, um, it will actually uh, help with the dendritic cell activation. So now you're not getting so much um, reactivity to certain foods that you shouldn't be reacting to. So that's what happens is you get that leaky gut, you get the dendritic cells presenting it to the, you know, to the antigen and anti you know that whole right. complex Making the food and then antibodies. you yeah and you start to react to all these different types of foods and now all of a sudden you're not reacting anymore and and people don't get that where hey i've had a, a food sensitivity test and i'm reacting to everything and now my i don't have any diversity in my microbiome um on the one hand and, and i'm making it even less diverse and they never reintroduce the foods and this is a strategy that would actually help them in that regards too so yeah quite absolutely. awesome stuff yeah yeah so, um, so, okay, I got about six more minutes. So as far as um, we talked about, you know, infections. And so one of, one of the, you know, major things that Dr. Marshall published, which is a great, you know, you can still go on and do a search and it's called the, the overlooked role of hidden infection in chronic illness. And yeah, um, it's and an awesome yeah. And neurodegeneration, correct. Yeah. And so we, we'll talk, we'll sort of give a little prelude to another talk, which we'll get right into that. Um, so I guess not to put you on the spot, but um, what would the systemic enzymes do from a physiology point of view that would help knock out those infections? Okay, this is definitely a conversation we should do next topic, but I think I'll hit it um, just with kind of the best like overview. Like in that paper, one of my favorite things, um, one of the best things I probably ever learned from Dr. Marshall was like a lot of protocols will go after like, oh, you have X infection and they'll give you an antimicrobial for that, whether it's an antibiotic or an herbal, and then it, it'll come back or another infection will present itself. And what's been kind of figured out is the reason that these infections really can't be taken down one at a time in most cases is because um, there is a biofilm. And in this biofilm, once it gets to a certain um, size, and a biofilm is like a sticky, incompletely piece of undigested food that could be stuck in your gut or could stuck sometimes even your thyroid, your testicles, somewhere like that. Infective, or, infective organisms can go inside of them and do what's called, they call it quorum sensing. They, and, and in a sense, they exchange genes with each other so that when the immune system starts to come after it, it can change to the other gene and the immune system was already tagged for a certain antibody. And it's like, oh, wait, I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for someone else. So it'll go right by it. So the critical thing for taking down these chronic low-grade infections and bringing the body back into balance is to break down biofilms. And there is, in my mind, nothing better that breaks down biofilms than systemic enzymes. Um, our best product for it is Therazyme, and then we have another one called Cezyme. 
um, which is designed to break down mucus. Um, but there's all kinds of different types of biofilms and different types of layers of them. And a lot of them, there's a lot of enzymes that are specific for taking down certain types of biofilm, like chitin is a favorite um, protective layer of yeast overgrowth and black mold. And chitinase is an enzyme that can help break that down. It's one of the few things that can do it. So um, systemic enzymes are wonderful for breaking down biofilms. And then just giving your immune system a clear picture of what's going on. It's like, oh, there's all kinds of these guys here. We need to make more antibodies for this, 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 and this. And you have a lot better chance of taking you know, a low-grade infection down. And rather than just pounding it with an herbal and making somebody sick, sick and causing a Herxheimer reaction, a lot, a lot of times um, it goes a lot more smoothly when you use a systemic enzyme. It doesn't fire either side of the immune system, a Th1 or a Th2 response. So um, hopefully that sets yeah. the stage. And um, yeah. what's well, the definitely what, what we'll do is I'll definitely, we'll get back and sorry to interrupt. I'll definitely get back with you and say, hey, let's do this right away so that we're, we're striking while the iron's hot. Just so I know, was that one with the, uh, with the Candida, is that the Clenzyme product that, that you have? Yes, that's the Clenzyme. It's got a bunch of other things designed to help with mold and, and it's yeast Candida's um, just an overall great antimicrobial, but its primary focus is getting after some of those guys. And then um, it's a uh, antibacterial because it drops the, the oxygen magnesium in it drops ozone throughout the digestive tract for 12 hours. A lot of oxygen magnesiums aren't only titrating for, you know, sometimes 20 minutes, maybe a couple hours. Um, the one right. we use goes 12. So it gets all the way through the, the system. Yeah, which is, super which is cool. So just yeah. to summarize, so that's what I love about you, Jason, is because you really help doctors too. And thank you so much for building protocols specific to patients. And I'm big into that. It's not just do this, 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 and this for everyone, but hey, this patient has this, 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 and this, What's what should we do? Um, but to sort of summarize all of that, um, you know, obviously keeping your water intake high and getting good, healthy salt to help replenish that, getting good digestive support, whether it's through a digestive enzyme or hydrochloric acid or both, um, helping the brush borders and the, the microbiome so that when you do go and do a systemic protocol um, and you bring a lot more of that excess debris to the kidney and the liver and the microbiome, it's not going to be overwhelmed, so to speak, and you're going to kick the ocean floor and stir up the hornet's nest, but you're right. actually going to support that, right? So, yeah. um, um, so just, uh, I always do this with my guess and and what I'll do is this this podcast gets uploaded to a bunch of different places from my website to iTunes to YouTube to all that kind of stuff. Um, is there anything that we can work on in terms of maybe giving the listeners a like a discount like a, a, a like a link like a five percent or you know some kind of discount so that their first order if they're interested or some kind of package you and I will talk about that you can do for the listeners? I should have yeah, asked absolutely. you this before. No, it's fine. You don't, you're not putting me on the spot at all. I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time to do what you do. I really applaud, you know, your efforts and your passion and, you know, just the overall amount of love that you bring to the table. So, you know, of course, we'll do something. I just need to clear it with my business partner, but we'll do something special for the listeners. Absolutely. Awesome. I appreciate it. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Jason. I really appreciate your time as well. And then definitely let's set up for part two. Part two will be going into the systemic role, a systemic enzyme role in busting hidden infections and neurodegeneration. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, all kinds of really cool stuff. That's when, the, that's when it really gets fun. 
Yeah, and I and you know what I don't. I, you say I'm doing this altruistically, but I'm bas- basically being selfish for my own knowledge, so that I can you know get all this information so I can learn from people. So in the guise of trying to help people, no, I like to help people and make sure that we have good outcomes. So Jason, I got to run. I want to thank you so much for doing this, and um, I look forward to our next meeting. Thanks. Thank thank you to all your listeners, and thank you again, Dr. Rose. Okay. Thanks, bud. Right. Thanks, brother. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, What are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.